You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. In this video, I'm gonna show you how to download and install Cisco Packet Tracer on a Mac. In this example, I'm running Cisco Mac OS Catalina. Now, Cisco Packet Tracer is free software that you can download from the Cisco website. All you need to do is register for a free course. You don't have to take the course if you don't want to, but you need to register and then you'll be able to download Cisco Packet Tracer. So I'll show you how to register for that course, how to download the software, how to get it running on a Mac, how to create a basic topology, and explain a few features within Cisco Packet Tracer. Now, if you don't mind, if you enjoy this video, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, please like this video, and please click on the bell to get notifications when I post a new video. Okay, without further ado, let's get started, and I'll show you how to download Cisco Packet Tracer. So once again, I'm running macOS Catalina. I'm gonna open up a web browser, and I'm simply gonna search for Cisco Packet Tracer. My first hit is the Netacad website. So Netacad Courses Packet Tracer. Now in the past, you had to have a dedicated login to this website. So you had a dedicated login for the Networking Academy website that was different to cisco.com. Now the same login is used. So if you have a Cisco login, you can simply log in to the Netacad website using your Cisco credentials. If you don't have a login, scroll down and click Enroll to download Packet Tracer. This course is an introduction to Cisco Packet Tracer. It's 10 hours in length. It's once again free, but you do need to sign up for this course if you wanna download Cisco Packet Tracer and you don't have a Cisco login. So I'm gonna click Sign Up Today, select English, and I'm gonna specify my login details. So first name, last name, and email address. Now your email address has to be a valid email address. They're gonna email you some details, so it has to be a valid email address. So once I've done that, and I've clicked Submit, I'm told to check my email and click on the Get Started link to access your account. So I've now received an email from the Cisco Networking Academy. I'm gonna click Activate Account to activate my account. So I need to specify my email address, my first name, last name. I need to specify my country and company. And let me give you a hint. If you don't work for a company, specify the company as self, as in self-employed. So specify your country. Specify your company as self if you don't work for a company. Put in your password, reconfirm that. Enter the capture information. Refresh it if you can't read it. Decide whether you want to receive emails or not and click register. Registration process is now complete and we're told that we'll be redirected to login. So I'm going to specify my email address. Enter my password and click sign in. We told that they're excited to have us join them, but they need more information. So 
we need to specify first name, last name, email address, specify whether we want to receive important emails from Cisco Networking Academy, specify our gender, country, specify state, how many years we've been in the networking industry, do we have a disability, specify our birth date, so they want quite a bit of personal information here. Decide if you wanna disclose your race and whether you've served in the US military and then click create account. Okay, so there you go. We've now registered and we have access to the Network Academy website. You can launch the course at this point if you want to, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna close that and go to resources, download Packet Tracer. Scrolling down, there are different versions of Cisco Packet Tracer. There are Windows versions, Linux version, but what we want is Mac OS. So I'm gonna click the download link for Mac OS, and I'm gonna download Cisco Packet Tracer to my computer. So all you need to do now is wait for that download to complete. Cisco Packet Tracer is about 146 meg in size. As you can see, there are a few steps that you have to take to download Cisco Packet Tracer, but it is free software. In the past, you had to be part of the Networking Academy. That's no longer true. Anyone can download Cisco Packet Tracer by simply registering on the Cisco website. Okay, the software has downloaded. I'm gonna double click on the DMG file and then double click on the installation app. We warned that this application was downloaded from the internet. Do we really wanna open it? Yes, we do. So I'm gonna click open. The Packet Tracer Setup Wizard displays. I'm gonna click continue. To install the software, you need to accept the license agreement. So read through that and click accept the license. Click continue and then click install. Cisco Packet Tracer is now being installed. So it's a fairly simple installation process. You simply need to agree to the license and install the software. Put in your password to allow Packet Tracer to make changes. The installation has finished, so I'm gonna click Continue and click Done. Okay, so there you go, Packet Tracer has now installed, so I can search for that on my Mac and start Cisco Packet Tracer. Now, because we're running Packet Tracer for the first time, we told that user files will be stored in this directory. We can change that through preferences at a later time. I'm okay with that, so I'm gonna click okay. As you can see, Packet Tracer is starting up. Now, when Packet Tracer starts up, we need to specify our username or email, so I'm gonna do that and click next. Specify my password and click sign in. And there you go, Packet Tracer is now running on my Mac. Once again, I'm using Mac OS Catalina in this example. I've got Cisco Packet Tracer version 7.2.2 running on my Mac. Now Cisco Packet Tracer supports a lot of devices. We have routers, so various types of routers, switches, hubs, wireless devices, firewalls, WAN emulation devices, there are end devices, such as PCs, laptops, various home devices. We can program Internet of Things, there are various connection types. 
But to get us started, let's build a basic network of Cisco devices. Here's a router, so I'll select the router and then click in the workspace and add it to the workspace area or topology area. So here's my first router. I'll select a second router. So I've got router one and router two now. I'll select a switch and let's take a 3560 and add that to the topology. Now you can change the icons if you like. I'll show you how to do that in a separate video. So you could change the logical or physical view of your devices. But for now, let's select connections. Various connection types can be used. So we could allow it to automatically choose the connection type. We've got consoles, straight through cables, crossover cables, fiber cables, phone cables, etc. But in this example, I'm gonna select straight through copper cable, select the first router, first ethernet interface, select the first ethernet interface on the switch. And I'll just zoom in here to make sure that it's easier to see. What I'll do here, just to show you the process, is delete this connection. Press escape. Select my ethernet cable, select the first ethernet interface on the router, first ethernet interface on the switch, select straight through copper again, second ethernet interface on the switch, first ethernet interface on the router. Okay, that zoom is not showing the icons very nicely, but you can change the icons if you like. Cisco Packet Tracer today is very powerful. If you go to Cisco Packet Tracer preferences, you can change, as an example, the font of your CLI interface. And I'm gonna to wanna to do this because otherwise it's gonna to be too small. So I'm gonna set it to 18 and click apply. You can change the way the interface looks. So as an example, show port labels in the logical workspace. And that shows us our interface labels in this topology diagram. Notice at the moment, the interfaces are down. Cisco routers by default have their interfaces shut down. Here's a view of my router. I can zoom in, and as you can see, there are two gigabit interfaces on this router. I could add modules to the router if I wanted to. I need to give Packet Tracer rights to do stuff on my computer, so I'll do that. And then what I'll try and do is add that module to the router. I can't because it's currently powered on. So if I wanted to add a module to the router, I need to turn the router off and then I can add the module to the router and then I could turn it on again. So if I go to the CLI, you'll see that the router is currently booting up. Now again, if this font is too small, what you can do is go to Cisco Packet Tracer Preferences, go to Font, and then let's make this even bigger. Let's make it 20 and click Apply. And what you can see there is the font is bigger. Router interfaces, as I was saying, are by default shut down. Switch interfaces are by default up when the device is turned on. But the switch is currently off. So if I go to CLI, we're told that the device must be powered on. So I need to add a power supply to the switch. And now the switch starts booting up. If I go to the second router, zoom in, no modules added. 
But as you can see here, the router has booted up. Now you can change the labels of your devices. So what I'll do is I'll change them to the following. So I'll call this router two rather than router one and that router one and the switch one. So on router two, I'll bypass the initial configuration dialog. That was an older way of configuring devices. I wouldn't recommend that you use that. I'm gonna press enter to get started. And I'm now in what's called user mode on the router. User mode allows you to view options or outputs on the device, but not make changes to it. So as an example, I can type show version to see the version of router. So I typed quite quickly there. So let me go back. That command show version shows me the version of operating system that this router is using. It's running Cisco XE software. Here's the version of software, 15.5. I can see that the router according to Packet Tracer has been up for five minutes. And Spacebar allows me to see one page of output at a time. If I type EN and press Tab, that auto completes the command. And this takes me to what's called privilege mode or enable mode. This gives me full rights to the system. It's kind of like an administrator in Windows or root in Linux. It gives me a lot more privileges to do things such as go to configure mode. I'm gonna type C-O-N-F and press tab, T-tab. This takes me to what's called global configuration mode and I can now configure things on this device such as the host name. So I typed H-O-S-T host tab. Question mark tells me what options are available and what I'll do here is specify the host name of the router. So host name will be router two on interface, so I'll type int tab, gigabit 000, so g tab, question mark shows me the options available. Carriage return here, so on interface gigabit 000, I'm gonna type no shut. Notice the interface went green. Interface has come up. Specify an IP address, in this case I'll specify 10.1.1.2 with a subnet mask of that. Type end, that takes me back to privilege mode or enable mode. And I'm gonna type copy running config, startup config to save the router configuration. What I've done here is configure an IP address on this router, router two. Now the reason why this is green is because switches run something called spanning tree, which helps stop loops in a topology. So spanning tree takes a while to converge or sort things out. So this will go green and there it's just done that once spanning tree has determined that there are no loops in the topology. I'll go back to router one, bypass the initial configuration dialog, press enter to or return to get started, type enable. Notice I can use shortcut commands rather than typing the full command and I could specify the host name as router one. Interface gigabit 000, no shut, which is actually no shutdown to enable the interface. Interfaces come up and I can specify an IP address of 10.1.1.1 and a subnet mask. Now I've just decided to use these IP addresses. You could use any IP address that you wanna use that makes sense in your topology. I typed end here to go back to privilege mode. 
Now, once the interface has gone green, in other words, once spanning tree has converged, I'll be able to ping the other router. For the moment, I'll ping myself as a test. So router one has pinged its IP address. You can see the IP address of the router by typing show IP interface brief. This IP address is configured on this interface. So I've been able to ping myself in this topology. I won't be able to ping router two until spanning tree converges because spanning tree blocks traffic as in pings or any type of normal user traffic until the network has converged. And as you can see there, the ping started succeeding once the interface went green. In other words, once spanning tree had converged. And now I'll be able to ping router two. Now it's running a little bit slow here. There it's a bit quicker. Don't worry too much about that. The moral of the story is that router one can ping router two and router two can ping router one. And there you go. Last thing I wanna do once again is save my configuration. So copy running config, startup config, saves the router configuration. That's a longer way to do it, but that's the way they'll teach you to do it in the CCNA. I typically type WR, much quicker way of doing it. That's an older command, saves you a lot more time. Now we haven't done any configuration on the switch. I can bypass the initial switch configuration dialog. Type enable, conf t takes me to global config mode, give the switch a name. And in this example, I'll simply do that, save the config. So I've given the switch a name, but I haven't done anything else on the switch. At this point, I could close my packet tracer topology down, but I'm told that I'll lose my changes. Do I wanna save them? And the answer is yes. Give it a name. So my first packet tracer network and click save and then save the topology. Let's start Packet Tracer up once again. So I'll start it up. I'll go to file, open recent files, select my Packet Tracer network. And there you go, the topology has been restored. Now my interface labels are not showing nicely. So what I prefer to do is manually configure my interface labels, but you can decide based on this option whether you wanna display port labels in logical workspace. So what's interesting in this example is Packet Trace is not displaying the interface labels nicely. What I tend to do is place a note here and then specify my interface labels like that. And once I did that, it actually showed them properly but you could use this option where you manually add the labels. And what I like about that is you can control where the labels are in your topology. So I'm gonna to go to Cisco Packet Tracer Preferences. I'm going to not show the port labels, and then I'm gonna manually move these around where I want them to be in the topology. So I prefer doing it that way. I'll go back onto router one, CLI. The router has booted up now. So type enable, can we ping router two from router one? And the answer is yes, we can. So I've shown you now how to download and install Cisco Packet Tracer on a Mac. I've shown you how to create a topology, how to save that topology, how to restore it. 
basically how to use the basics of Cisco Packet Tracer. Have a look at the course on Cisco's website if you want to learn more about the options available within Cisco Packet Tracer. I'm not going to try and show you in my videos all the options within the Cisco Packet Tracer software. Cisco have already created a free course that shows you that. I'm going to show you specific options for the CCNA exam and how to practically use this to learn networking. Now, if you enjoyed this video, please would you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please would you like this video and please click on the bell to get notifications when I post a new video. I'm David Bumble and I want to wish you all the very best. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.